So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley. Thank you so much for being here, especially the, the faithful listeners. Like week after week, you keep showing up, tuning into this podcast. Uh, just, just really grateful for you guys. Thank you again for being here. Um, listen, the purpose of this show is to help you grow your photography business. And this is, I mean, man, it's always important to be doing that, but it feels like now more than ever with such uncertainty, such unrest, such an interruption, uh, within the event space, like this is the time to, to get really dialed in. And I'm excited about today's episode because there is so much opportunity. There is so much upside in what we are going to be talking about today, specifically in pandemic times, in, in like the current state of the world's times. Because what we're talking about is, is small weddings, elopements, adventure photography. And I got Nick Edmondson here to talk with us about that. And so um, I'm excited to hear about his journey, how, how things kind of uh, first throttled back with COVID and, and where they're at now, because it's been really awesome to see where things are at with Nick now. You guys, if you don't know who Nick Edmondson is, uh, he and his wife, Danae, they are part of Nick plus Danae. Uh, they're um, photographers out in just, just outside of Seattle, Washington, home and adventure photographers outside of Seattle, Washington. Um, but they built something really awesome there, but Nick, he's, he's an entrepreneur. He, he doesn't throttle back when things start kicking it in one business. And so he went off and he created Wandering Weddings. And it was partly out of necessity. We'll talk about that with Nick. But what Wandering Weddings is, is it is a, it's a directory, but it's specifically aligned to serve couples who are looking for a loving, looking for a, a, like an, an adventure small wedding. Um, and not just within the photography space, but, but all vendors who are aligned with that vision of small weddings, elopements, adventure photography, adventure weddings. And so he created Wandering Weddings to help service that. And so um, excited to chat with him about that as well. So we've got a lot to get into. Nick, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? I am wonderful, Ben. How are you? Doing dandy, man. I'm doing yeah. dandy. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, of course, man. This has been fun. You know, uh, I'm in a lot of these, 
I'm, well, listen, I'm a, I'm a full-time wedding photographer. And so right. that means I, while I run the six figure photography mastermind group, I'm in that community every day. I'm also in all the same groups. I'm like literally all the same photographer groups that y'all are in. Like right. I'm in there and I, and I'm paying attention. I, I'm always keeping my, is this, is this a phrase? My ear to ground, my ear to the pavement. I don't know. My face to the floor. Let's go with some alliteration. <laughs> And um, in terms of like who, who's making moves in the industry, who's like, um, who's doing it? Like who's growing their business? Um, who's creating waves? Um, what people are, are providing value to this community? And it's been fun to see the name Nick Edmondson pop up a few times. And, um, and so <laughs> it's just really cool to have you here. We haven't had a chance to really connect uh, a ton, but I feel like um, it, it just, it, it really makes sense. And I'm just excited to have you, man. So, um, Nick, uh, let's chat a little bit about how you and Danae got into elopements and adventure weddings. Was that always the vision for you? Um, or did it, or were you just like the normal big wedding photography guy? Like, you know, so many of us. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but we, well, I'm from Cleveland. So Danae's from Southern California. Um, okay. I'm from Cleveland, this, this, this little place oh, in Ohio. You finished that statement. <laughs> I have to stop you right there. So I'm in Columbus, Ohio. I grew up like an hour outside of Cleveland. So yeah. how this is, this is frustratingly awesome. I, I, I say frustrating because it's like, oh man, you were like here. R- right down I the road. So when did you leave Cleveland? Uh, we left Cleveland in 2017. Yeah. So we, wow. so my business, which, which was Nick Edmondson Imaging back in the day, um, yeah. we started the official business in like early 2010. Um, so Same. for the first, for the first, like, well, even now, for the first seven plus years of our, of our careers, um, Danae was a photographer in California and joined me in 2015. Um, we became Nick plus today, but, um, yeah, we shot, uh, 40 to 60 big traditional, like Cleveland weddings, <laughs> you, you yeah, know, like, like, you know, those weddings, you still shoot those weddings. <laughs> I do, man. Youngstown, do you ever shoot a Youngstown wedding? I'm getting really specific now with like the big cookie tables. Yeah. Are you familiar with? Yeah. Oh yeah. You, that's so wild. Yeah, if you guys so, don't know, the, the Youngstown is a particular area of Ohio, Youngstown, Ohio. There's a, there's a large like Italian population and it's like a, it's a, I don't know if it's an Italian thing or, or just like a Youngstown specific thing, but they do these cookie tables. They're like huge. They huge. <laughs> like, like 20, 30, 40, 50 feet. Actually, it's fun. I, I got into the Wall Street Journal um, because of a cookie table that wrapped entirely around the outside of the reception. So it was just table upon table, the entire reception hall. Just, and, and that's all the things to get me to the Wall Street Journal. It was this damn giant cookie table. <laughs> right. So, okay. That's just a fun fact. You know, I'd, yeah. I'd be curious if anyone out there has also photographed a cookie table, you send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, so 2017 is is when you uh, you packed up and headed out of there. Yeah, so we've been we've been uh, outdoorsy people, adventurous people, um, basically all our lives. You know, we've camped and hiked and, and done all those things. Um, and we started making a shift while we were in Cleveland to like, hey, we don't want to shoot these same cookie cutter cookie cutter weddings every weekend. <laughs> um, this episode is brought to you by cookies. <laughs> Nabisco is sponsored. Um, <laughs> so we, we kind of started in Cleveland trying to make a shift towards these more outdoors, 
uh, adventure. We even even got some some elopements uh, at some of the smaller venues where couples were just kind of like, hey, we just want to come and just the two of us get married. We don't want a big thing. Um, so we're kind of pushing into that space early on in Cleveland. But adventure in Cleveland is like, hey, go stand by that bush. Let's take a picture. Like, let's get as much green in this as possible. <laughs> <laughs> that bush has got some nice berries on it. You go stand by it now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Um, I relate to this conversation so much. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely places, you know, cause we being in the elopement industry, everyone's like, we have to be in Colorado. We have to be in, you know, Iceland or whatever. Like there's some pretty places. If you, if you put the work in, in the Midwest, <laughs> you just got to like look for them. Um, and, and the more and more the elopement space is growing, uh, people all over are, are doing this right so michigan georgia north carolina the, the smoky mountains are, are beautiful i kind of jumped forward a little bit but <laughs> oh, good um yeah so we we kind of started shifting towards towards the elopement space and uh we knew being that danae was in california we knew we wanted to be back west coast uh, eventually mm-hmm. she has some family in in the seattle area also in southern california and the more and more we traveled up here to the pacific northwest it just made sense for our lifestyle um, mm-hmm. so we, we transitioned our business, which was super tough because out here, people are like planning their weddings and getting married in like four to six months in Cleveland. It's like a year and a half to two years out. So like we yeah. had to stop taking leads in Cleveland because we, we had, we were, you know, in with planners and venues and stuff. So we, we filled our year every year with, with pretty minimal effort. Um, so we're like, we, this sucks. Cause we have to like say no and hope we, we book. Otherwise we're never leaving Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, fast forward, it, it worked out well. We, we put a lot of our marketing efforts into the Washington area, um, ahead of time. It worked out better than we thought. We shifted our business out, out West, still had to travel home for a few. Um, but yeah, the, the more and more we got into the outdoor elopement space, the biggest push for us to, to start wandering weddings as an entrepreneur myself was there was no blogs out there. And I'm sure if you shoot elopements, you're, you're running into this. There was no blogs out there that were accepting elopements, like these adventure elopements with just a couple and officiant in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people wanted to see, you know, the details of the invitations laid out. People wanted to see Jimmy choose. They wanted to see all the vendors included or else it wasn't good enough for their publication. And that was something we were running into as photographers so I was just like, I'm just going to start a blog that's going to showcase epic photography in, in epic locations. Um, so I started Wandering Weddings. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Dude, there's so much we can talk about right now. Um, I, I'm always trying to get inside of you know, the listener's mind. And I think one of the problems that you've solved that so many photographers, if they aren't, if they aren't currently in it or they haven't been through it, they're going to face it at some point is my guess, is the transition. And and really in twofold. One is you transitioned where you moved completely across the country, right? Yep. So so many photographers are like, how do I? S-? And and listen, even if they're not transitioning, it's just like, how do I start again? Like, how do I start in a new place? Like, what does that look like? Or what if I'm moving locations? You know, I get messages all the time on Instagram from, um, you know, military couples who maybe a spouse is in the military and then and, and someone is running a business and it's like every four years they're having to up and switch move right. to a new area. And so I'd, I'd like to ask you a few questions about how you ease that transition to moving from a whole new area. And, and we could talk about it just geographically, but I also yeah. think that we could tie in to this conversation 
you you not only were faced with that problem, but you were also faced with the problem of really changing the positioning of your brand from big weddings in Cleveland into small weddings and elopements and really hone in on that. So what were some of the things um, that you focused on in making that transition a success? Yeah. I mean, being a business businessy person. <laughs> um, you know, I've always felt like I had a pretty decent mind for business and, and running a business. Um, even though I'm a little scatterbrained and all over the place, it, it's, it's worked out for me over the years. You too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Remember that one time I slept good at night? <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> um, yeah. So we we're pretty heavy on marketing, right? So when we decided to pull, you know, to move out there, um, we cut off our not listing in Cleveland. Um, we didn't necessarily want to shoot big weddings in Washington, but we paid for the top, top not listing. It, it brought in leads. It's not the best, you know, you, you always hear Washington. You did that. Yep. Yep. You'll always yeah. hear from people, you know, like I am never going to pay for a directory. They don't work. Um, yada, yada, yada. It's not my ideal client. Well, our biggest thing was like, we did decent with that in Cleveland. So we went pretty hard on that in, in Washington. Uh, we've since cut that because it was, it's a lot of money for, for, what, what our return is. Um, but, uh, we, you know, the first year we were on the knot, we booked like $60,000 in weddings from, from the mm-hmm. listing. Um, so to me, if I spent $6,000 in that, in that listing to get 60 back is, is a good investment. Cause then mm-hmm. I would spend 18 and get, you know, you know, if I could, um, sure. anyway, um, huge on Instagram, you know, like, it, you know, getting out, getting out here, where we are in Washington ahead of time and shooting and, um, changing over all our verbiage and our website. Basically all of our social media was changed to not showing big weddings in Cleveland. We were showing outdoors elopements in, in Washington. Um, it was the first time ever we did. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. So I just want to make sure I heard this correctly. We, you're going fast. It's all good. So what I heard you say though, is you, you took a trip out first yeah. and you did sessions out here in order to, to produce work before you had actually moved there. Correct. Yeah. So we, hey, we had never done a styled shoot in our life. We did, we worked with the, so we sent about uh, 200 emails out to vendors in this area, wedding planners, uh, venues, just anyone we can kind of like reach out to that might align with our, our vision for what our brand looks like out here. And we said, Hey, this is us. This is who we are. Um, we're trying to make this move and we love to, to collaborate with you in any way that whatever that looks like. Um, yeah. As you know, networking is a really big part of, of this industry um, and, and succeeding, you know, like Instagram's great, but <laughs> it's not always going to be there. You know, we, we, we make genuine connections with, with vendors. That's how we did well in Cleveland too. Like you, and you can't push it, right? You, you see people see through the bullshit. <laughs> so like you, the, you have to genuinely make a connection with somebody and, and um, yeah, so that's kind of, what we did it out here. We, we reached out to some people, some people we didn't hear back from some people that emailed us that were actually the planner that we did that styled shoot with the one styled shoot we did in Washington. Um, she's one of our good friends down here. Um, we're still in, still in contact with her. We refer her, uh, planning services for, for elopements. Um, can I ask, uh, can I drill on that for a second? This yeah. is one of the questions that I, I see all the time. First off, 
this is this is like a necessity. I think that so often this is. I'm so glad that we're having this conversation. So often we are looking for the quick fix, which is for many people, it's like well, I'm just going to DM people on Instagram or I'm going to run Facebook ads. And if I can just do that, then all my problems will be solved. Or maybe I'll just give the not eight thousand dollars, and then all my problems will be solved. We just all want the solution. Yeah. And and I love that what you just expressed is you sent out two hundred emails. To to actual human beings to, to create genuine connection with. It's, it's like, it's really, it's like the sustainable way to build a business. And it takes, a, it, you got to push that boulder. Time. You got to keep pushing it. But, but man, Nick, don't you agree? Once that boulder is rolling, man, it feels it's, good. A, it's a hard force to stop. It's yeah. like, you just keep going. So, I, but here's the question that I'm often hearing from photographers. Ben, Nick, I reached out. And, and they didn't say anything. I got ghosted. I reached out and they told me no. I reached out and they didn't say anything. I've already done that, Nick, and it didn't work. Um, and so maybe the first thought to that is, well, how many times did you do it? Because you did it 200 times. Yeah. I'm curious, though, if you remember what you said, like if you remember how you positioned yourself in, in your initial communication. I don't remember specific verbiage, but... Um... We, I, I guarantee you, we approach it the same way we approach our client meetings and in our branding for our, our brand is like, we're us, like, we're not perfect. We're just like weird people that take pictures and like, like we sell that. Like I'm, I'm a firm believer that with some training, anyone can buy a camera and learn how to take pretty pictures and put a filter on it and learn Lightroom and edit it. But like, that's not a photography business, right? There's, there's people out there that are crazy more talented than me and they're struggling with business because I think the photography can be learned. The business side is, is the harder part of the business. So, um, yeah, we're just, we were just ourselves. Like, like I, I legit think we just said like, you know, this is who we are. This is what we're trying to do. Um, we probably threw in some like things about our cat <laughs> or something like because you, you know in meetings like you know the the, the cat walks around across the screen in, in, in the client's uh, video call and like now we're best friends because we like we're friends we like acknowledge the cat and you're like oh we love Furbo yeah, whatever his name is yeah. <laughs> so like um yeah just like making it a, a real connection with people um is what we we capitalize on so mm-hmm. okay cool and so you, you did a statue, you created some work, you came back home to Cleveland, started publishing that, getting that work on your Instagram feed. Uh, I, I see you in one particular group quite often. Uh, feel your photos, right? Yeah. I love me some feel your photos. You guys, a quick little shameless plug out there for uh, the Corey Potter and Dylan Howell. Uh, they're, they're rocking feel your photos. They've been on the podcast a number of times. Yep. Um, but just really solid in the SEO space for photographers. How important was, was changing up your SEO game before getting to Washington? Uh, it was huge. And that was my next point I was going to get to, too, in the, uh, the transition. Um, yeah. those, those, shoot, those few shoots we did, we actually had some friends out here, too, that um, she, the photographer, and he, like the, the guy was proposing. So we shot a proposal. And, yeah, those first few things, we blogged immediately and, and focused on SEO. Um, since then, we've, we've kind of went harder on SEO after learning from Dylan and Corey. They're, they're good friends of, of mine. Um, mm-hmm. Super smart dudes. Uh, so yeah, that's a good, good plug there. <laughs> drop your, <laughs> drop your affiliate link in the comments. <laughs> I don't even have an affiliate link. Shit, do I need to go get an affiliate link with you? I've been plugging these guys forever. I, <laughs> yeah, no, you, you should. They, um, 
and, and, and we're big on, you know, affiliate programs. We don't, we don't do it to, to just to make the money. We do it because we genuinely support the product that they're selling. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I've shared screenshots in that group and screenshots in, in our group about our traffic since we've, we've taken their course and implemented, you know, that process, you know, a year ago today, Wandering Weddings was doing 50 organic clicks a day, you know, so, so there's the the biggest thing is that for people that don't know, it's search engine optimization. It's getting organic clicks to your site, not through Instagram, not through ads, through people Google searching like wedding photographers in Cleveland or whatever it might be. Again, um, it's the folder. It's like the yep. slope and then it's the stream that comes afterwards. Correct. Yeah. So we, like a year ago, we were getting like 30 to 50 organic clicks to our site a day. Um, and if I showed you the curve of where we're at now, uh, I, I, we're, we're like, doing well <laughs> so like we're, we're doing over no, seven no <laughs> yeah. come on man you I mean, can't just say you can't give us one metric and then not the other metric like yeah we're doing we're doing over 700 clicks a day now organic Jeez. so um and we're like the curves like this so it's it's still going <laughs> up um oh, when covid hit it took a little dip but then people are like because everyone panicked right and everyone's like hey let's elope instead so then it's like yeah. to the roof. Yes. <laughs> um, that's, that's because of extra, you know, more traffic because of the, because of the state of the industry. And also, you know, we have a full-time employee that we publish four blog posts a week and she's doing the keyword research. She's publishing those posts to rank for, for new terms. So um, that's our biggest thing at Wondering Weddings right now. I have holding this little dongle um, <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> is we, our job is to drive couples planning their elopements to our site and get, them to use our vendors, right? That's how we provide value to our, to our vendors. So the more traffic, you know, it's, if it's 500 clicks, 600 clicks, a thousand clicks, 10,000 clicks a month, um, the more eyes are going to be on our vendors, the more value they're going to see. So yeah, there's, there's obviously awesome. a lot of other things we've, we, we implemented to, to provide value to while we continue to grow because we're, we're still a new business. We started wondering weddings in 2017, um, as a very small blog and, and we've, we've grown, a little bit every year and now we're here. I mean, we're excited to yeah. see where the, where the future takes us. That's awesome. All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S. T.O. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982 and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, This is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They make like like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work, but Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, The really cool thing too is everything is online, like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. 
you guys let Gusto wear one of your many hats, uh, it gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. Do you remember when you started your photography business? Like it was no small feat. It took late nights. It took early mornings. It took the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little bit easier? Uh, Our friends at FreshBooks, they have the solution. So FreshBooks is invoicing and accounting software, and it is designed specifically for small business owners, not like massive shops, small business owners. It is simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized. Uh, well, then, uh, for me, it's it's like the bottom drawer of like my IKEA furniture, but maybe you're like the shoebox kind of person with the crumbled receipts. Either way, with FreshBooks, you create and send professional-looking invoices in like 30 seconds tops, and then you get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time, which is my biggest downfall is that organization for tax time. And here's the best part. With FreshBooks, it grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. So join the 24 million people who have used FreshBooks. There's a 30-day free trial. There's no catch. There's no credit card required. 30 days free. Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography. Freshbooks.com forward slash photography and enter six-figure photography. And how did you hear about us? That's the little section there. How did you hear about us? Six-figure photography. You guys, at this point... Let's hop back to the show. So, so let's actually, we, we jumped ahead a little bit. I want to um, do um, diligence here to understand a little bit more of where one and Weddings kind of came about. So you went to Washington. You're photographing small weddings and elopements. You're looking around for places to get them published. You're not seeing opportunities. So you created this blog. Um, and how did it evolve from a blog into this, this kind of directory that's not even now, it's not even just for photographers. This is now a place for, for other um, professionals, for other vendors within the elopement space to, to be able to promote what they do on. What was that transition like? Yeah, so we... <laughs> It was, it was wandering photographers in the beginning, right? So we, we wanted to showcase epic photography. Um, and that's, that's what we, we did. We like, we reached out to photographers that were doing these elopements and we're like, Hey, we want to feature this on our blog. And it was just me. Like I'm not a writer. So basically I was asking them for a story. I was, I was new little about SEO at the time. So I was basically putting their story, a bunch of pictures and just publishing it. Um, so then we're like, okay, well, how do we get traffic to this? this blog, this website, we started an Instagram account. Um, so we started featuring all of our blog content on Instagram and then sharing other people's epic work on Instagram and Instagram kind of blew up. This was, you know, early on when the feature accounts were popping up. Um, a lot of people thought we were just another feature account. They didn't know we had this blog attached to it. Um, so yeah, we, we, we were blogging, we opened up submissions to people to get featured on our Instagram, to get featured on our social media, um, and website. And, we started getting more and more 
uh, submissions and it became more of a full-time job for me where I was like, we're getting 10, 20, 30 submissions a day. And I'm like, holy crap, this is, this is a, a big thing, right? Like this is, I can't yeah. do this on my own. Um, also this is a full-time job and I'm not making any money. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so the next thought was like, okay, how do I, how do I pivot and, and start to monetize this? Right. Um, and we want the director. The original plan was to never charge photographers money. We were going to make money otherwise, other ways with advertising and stuff. And then I pivoted to like, I don't want to show a bunch of ads on our site. I just want to yeah. show capitalize on the photographers uh, and show their work. So reminds me actually of what feel. I just interviewed we from Fearless Photographers yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. in a similar way, when he made Fearless Photographers, he's like, I, you know, I don't want ads on this site. I just want it to be all about the work, all about value. And so, it, yeah, it, it just really relate to what you said in regards to that. Yep. Yeah. So we um, went the direct through route and uh, decided to open up different locations uh, to a membership uh, fee to be part of our community. And at first we were, we were still new, right? Like we were, we weren't, there was not a ton of leads coming through our site. Um, since then we've kind of like two X it every month since then it's, it's, it's kind of taken off. Um, but yeah, so we're like, okay, people aren't getting leads. How do we provide them more value? So we, you know, introduced like, uh, you know, photo contests for members would get more you know, free submissions once a year. And I know there's a, there's a buzz about, about photo contests, but ours is really just like super chill laid back. Um, it's not about like the award. It's about like just sharing your work. So, mm-hmm. um, we introduced like Instagram features for our members. Um, and just recently we shifted towards all of our blog content is blog content is sourced from our members. So we were, you know, accepting applic- uh, submissions from, from basically anyone in the world. Now yeah. you, it's an exclusive thing for, for members to submit to our blog, um, which is just, you know, for, for retention purposes, for us to like provide, provide value, keep people on board. Um, that's, you know, we're just, we're just announcing more and more things to, to, um, to provide that value. So, and now leads are rolling in like crazy, you know? Yeah. So that's my question. So, so it's essentially the, the value for, let's say a photographer who's listening to this is that just to kind of make it really crystal clear is when, a couple is looking to elope, they're searching for how to plan an elopement or something. What we've been talking about in regards to your SEO work, you pop up, they start clicking through there and seeing the, the members who are on Wandering Weddings uh, and then can contact them directly. Does it take them directly to their website? Do they have their own form right there? But essentially it's gonna be generating a lead. Yep, yeah, every member has their own form right in their listing. They also have a link to their website. So we can only track analytics um, through the forms that are filled out on our site, uh, through, through the photographers or the, the vendors analytics, you can track clicks to your website through ours. Um, we find out a lot of times that people who are interested in your work, you know, they see your work on our site, they will take the time to go to your website, check mm-hmm. you out further, and then inquire on your own form. Um, yeah. So as many leads as we're seeing come through our site, there's more that are going directly to the photographers. Um, and I was like, I have Facebook pulled up in the, in the background here and I see some, some people saying they've, they've gotten leads. <laughs> it's kind of fun to yeah. see that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's so cool. So in regards to just the elopement space in general, you know, what have you seen, uh, as you look across the board at the industry, um, with, with COVID as it relates in general to elopements, and then I've got a more nuanced, more specific question you know after that 
I think people are, so us and our photography brand, and I'm sure you're experiencing this as well. Like no one's having a big wedding, right? They're like, I'm taking my 200 people. I'm gonna move it to next year in hopes I can have it then. Mm -hmm. Um, but is, is from wandering wedding standpoint, we're seeing a lot of leads come to our site and, you know, shortened verbiage is, Hey, we were planning a big wedding because of COVID we decided to elope. Um, and then we're hearing back from people and they're saying like, I'm so glad, I'm kind of glad this happened because this is more our style anyways. You know, society pushes you towards these big weddings and like people think that that's what they have to do, but they end up, they ended up shifting their plans to an elopement and they're super happy that they did because it, it just, it's just more them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we see overall in the, in the, in the wedding industry that people are changing their plans to something smaller. Um, whether that be within your state's regulations, you know, 50 people, 30 people, 20 people. And some people are just saying like, Hey, we're not going to invite anybody. We're just going to elope with an, you know, a, a photographer and officiant or whatever your state requires to, yeah. to get married. Um, most of the people we've talked to are also like going to have like a, a party later, like a shindig later, like a reception mm -hmm. type of thing. I like um, the shindig. I like shindig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are from Ohio. <laughs> All about a shindig. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, everyone's, uh, it, it's, it's funny because we, we apologize like, yeah, sorry that happened. Sorry you had to, you know, change your plans, change, you know, cancel your big wedding. And people are like, no, it's okay. Like this is more us. Yeah. Um, so so it's kind of nice. And maybe that's maybe the nuanced question that I have is I, I, at least from my experience, I'm encountering a lot of people who, again, being in Ohio, being in Columbus, the city, you know, they were having a, a bigger wedding and they're faced with a change of plans. Yep. And I'm, I'm discovering that there is, there's a sense of loss that a lot of couples that I'm talking to are having. And, and with that sense of loss, it's almost like the sense of like, they're kind of giving up on their wedding a little bit. So they're, they're surrendering more or less. They're going to elope. And that's usually where, where myself and then the other photographers are kind of having this conversation. We, we haven't gotten to the other side of it yet where maybe they're grateful or they're, or they're so glad that they did. I'm curious how, you might handle those conversations when, or how you, you might recommend that a photographer handle those conversations when they have a couple who's feeling pretty bummed and they're feeling like kind of like giving up on the wedding. Actually, can I tell you a real story? I yeah. just shot one of my first weddings. No, can't. This less, I know, you know, I'm the host. I can't do it. I, I won't even ask. You're right. I just shot a wedding this last Saturday and I felt that, man. I felt like the the bride had kind of, just maybe just kind of given up a little bit on, on the day and what she had really hoped it to be. Do you have any advice when we're as just as we are stepping into this space with couples that, that might help us to be able to come alongside them in a way uh, that, that could help. So, so your couple changed their plans just slightly and then she was, she seemed to be unhappy at the, the change. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's, that seems to be what I'm seeing is, is they've had to reschedule and then maybe they've had to reschedule again. And then yeah. it's going to be in a moment and they, they, it feels like when they've already planned a full wedding and then it gets taken from them, yeah. it feels like in some way they're just kind of like defeated. That's yeah. what I'm encountering here in Ohio with COVID is this sense of defeat when they have to. Um, go all the way down to something when they had already planned something else. Now, when people come to me just straight up for elopements without having the plan, they're all cheers. It's all good. It's, yeah. it's the couples who had already planned and now it's pulled out. 
Yeah, I can definitely see, I can see that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the people that are, are disappointed or, 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 or feel that way, they, they're the ones that are genuinely, we're looking forward to a 300 person party. Yeah. And, and, and they're kind of disappointed at the fact that they, they couldn't do that. What we're seeing is a lot of people, because we were already in the elopement space, the people that are reaching out to us are the ones that are excited about change. Like they're excited about changing their plans. Yeah. Um, so, so luckily we haven't dealt with as photographers, a lot of people who are, who are upset um, mm-hmm. that they had to change their plans. Um, I'm sure they exist. You know, we have people that have moved their larger weddings from 2020 to 2021. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see if they have to move them again in 2021. Mm-hmm. I, oh, and then, you know, we might deal with a few of those then. Um, yeah, lucky a lot of our, our bigger weddings were just, just moved. We were super compassionate mm-hmm. about it all. So it's, it's not a good situation for anyone, but um, yeah, we just, we just moved them over to, to new dates. Yeah. So, so no advice. <laughs> I would just say like, like good luck with that. Yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> just enjoy. And, and I don't know if we have any, like we have a lot of vendors in this, in this group, not a lot of brides. So my advice to brides would be just like, enjoy what you, what you are able to have, right. Whether that means it's 50 people or 30 people or a hundred people um, make the best of it. And that's what we tell our couples Anyways, like things may go wrong in your wedding day. The best thing to do is just like, you don't want to be angry at one little thing in your wedding day. It's your wedding. You want to remember the good times and not yeah. like that I was backing up shooting your grand entrance and knocked over your cake. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, is this a real story? No, it's been close, but <laughs> that's an example I give. Yeah. Um, yeah, just make the, make the best of it. Enjoy what you're, what you're given. There's no reason to dwell on what could have been. Um, just like, just like anything in life, right? Like, oh, I could have uh, kept my 70 charger and it's worth a million dollars now. If anyone's car people, I don't even know if the 70 charger is expensive, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like should have, would have, could have, you know, just enjoy what, what you're presented with. Yeah. As far as, you know, obviously Wondering Weddings is, is an opportunity. As photographers are, are being faced with kind of having to make that change of pursuing small weddings and elopements. Is there any other advice you might have to give them to increase marketing efforts to, to kind of speak to that audience, to generate more opportunities for at bats uh, for these smaller weddings and elopements? Yeah. Our biggest thing, uh, and I think you hit on this too, in your, your last uh, you know, web workshop, um, we focus on showing value to our couples, you know, when people are shifting their plans, they're getting people, photographers are getting leads to do these like photo shoots and people are like, Hey, we're just gonna get married with the, with the elope, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So as a photographer, the first thing we say when we contact them is like, this is your wedding day. You know, it may look different than it, than it used to, but this is still your wedding. And, and we want you to kind of, build your own adventure here. Like if, if, if you're eloping in the outdoors, chances are you're, you're a little bit adventurous, right? So like, sure. let's take a little bit of, of, of you guys as a couple and, and put it into your wedding day. Let's, let's make a full day out of this, whether it's just the two of you or, or 10 family members. Um, you know, what do you love doing? Like we recently had a couple that like, they love playing Frisbee golf or like ultimate Frisbee or whatever that sport is. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I think there's both. There's Frisbee golf and ultimate Frisbee. There is. Yeah. 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 There's a couple um, options there. So like I said, why don't you guys just play some, some ultimate Frisbee on your wedding day, like in the morning. And like, I didn't even think about that. Like, and I'll take pictures of it. And then like, you want to go on a hike? Then we'll go on a hike. We have a couple that they love ice cream. So they're going to do an ice cream date in their, on their wedding day. Like, Oh, I'd never would have thought to do an ice cream date. Something we love doing on a normal basis anyways yeah. to incorporate that in my wedding day. Um, yeah. whether you're in your attire, wedding attire or not, um, that's, that's something, something special. So we, we, when we get that lead, we kind of start the process of crafting that day with them, showing them value and what they could fill their whole wedding day with instead of just saying, yeah, I'll show up and shoot your ceremony and take some pictures and be done in an hour. Um, yeah. so from, from a photographer standpoint, that's how you take, you know, depending on, you know, pricing location, you know, 500 to a thousand dollar client and you sell them into a five, six, seven, eight thousand dollar client, um, which is a game changer, right? You, you know, you have to do a lot of $500, you know, quick, quick elopements to, to make it sustainable. Um, mm-hmm. but you book 10, 15 of the, of the $6,000 ones and, and you're yeah. in good shape. Yeah. Um, and the process is, is not much different. You know, you're getting a lead and you're communicating with the client. All it is, is showing them value in, in a, in a larger, fuller day. Um, and also what we found out is people that were planning a big wedding had a, had a huge budget for it, right? They were spending 30, 40, $50,000. It's just like, yeah. cool. I can elope and spend 10 and, and it's a steal. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, you're totally right. Yeah. I heard it. So, so it's like, um, when you said provide value to them, this is what I was talking about in, in one of my workshops in the group is, is like, it's like encourage. It's like, you're providing value by encouraging them, by almost like empowering them by, by opening up a new perspective of what this could look like, where they're kind of viewing it from a two dimensional, really linear, like, I'm, I just need pictures of the ceremony and you're kind of creating, well, what if, is there more, is there more that you guys enjoy? Is there more that yeah. you guys you know, discover for connection. So that's really cool, man. Dude, Nick, um, uh, this has been awesome. And, um, and I'm just excited. Uh, I, uh, I, I've signed up for wandering weddings, but I've got to, I've got to figure, I've got to actually finish filling in all the forms yep, yep. <laughs> and I got to send you my monies. <laughs> totally get so it. I gotta, I'm going to do that today. This is a good little kick of the pants. I'm like, Oh man, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get on this. Um, yeah. where, where can people find, uh, where can people find you online and find more information about wandering weddings? Yeah. Um, so it's wanderingweddings.com, basically wandering weddings on every social media channel. Um, and if you're interested in, in, in becoming a member, it's, it's wanderingweddings.com slash apply. Uh, we are going through, and I, and I talked to you about this a little bit too. We're going through, we, for the last eight months, we've been building a completely new platform um, completely new website, some, some new branding, uh, that we're super excited to, to launch here very soon. Um, <laughs> it's, it's as, as most web development does, it, it takes a little longer than, than you expected. Um, oh, so we're, so we're hoping a couple weeks, um, probably within the month it'll be launched. Uh, the, the sign up and onboarding process for members will be much more streamlined, um, as we're not you know, not the happiest with the current one. Um, but yeah, we're super excited for, for what we've, um, got coming. Um, super excited, you know, that, that the growth we are making and the, and the shift in the industry. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in, in a membership, um, go to wanderingweddings.com slash apply and we can send you all the info, um, or ask in the comments here and I'll be kind of checking out the comments, answering any questions. Cool. Um, yeah. Love it, man. I'll get that affiliate link all set up. 
<laughs> and on the new site, we will have an affiliate program. <laughs> okay, right. So. That's funny. I'm just excited. I'm excited to see you continue to, to provide value to couples uh, and, and vendors in this space. Yeah, really appreciate you, man. Thank you, Nick. Oh, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Wedding photographers, uh, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, appreciate the heck out of you. If you want more actually information on um, elopements, small weddings. So, um, you know, in my group, Six Figure Photography Mastermind, um, I'm doing daily live videos in there, but then uh, twice a month, I'm doing these dedicated workshops. And uh, so if you go and join the group, it's a free group. Uh, you can join it at sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. Uh, drop into the community and then go to the units tab. And there's, there's currently two workshops in there you guys can go watch. Uh, one is a pricing workshop on how to earn more money with your weddings without raising your prices. I'm not going to try to tell you guys to raise your bottom dollar, but I'm going to give you some really clear, straight up gold that if you just flip these switches, you will generate more revenue within your business. And there's a second workshop on how to price and book um, small weddings and elopements. I encourage you guys to go check that out. Uh, Nick's a part of the mastermind community as well. So you could feel, you probably see him in there uh, and um, you could tag him. You could ask him a couple questions and, and make sure to join his community too. And so I um, just want to invite you guys to that. And so listen, uh, you'll hear me in the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. But if you want to see me and you want me to talk with you, uh, then go ahead and join the Six Figure Photography Mastermind group. We'll see you there. Bye everybody. Thank you.